and snow. My name is Heather and I'm here today with Diego. Hello. And our guest today is Marta. Hi. Hi, Marta. Uh, so where are you from? Um, I'm originally from Poland, uh, but I've spent the majority of my 20s traveling around. So I've lived in England for quite some time. Uh, but then what happened was I've, I've quit my job and went traveling. So it's a bit of a long story, but uh, I've sort of uh, country hopped quite a bit. And now I'm here in Sweden. Nice. So that's, that's what we're here for, is to talk about your country hopping. So you have a blog called A Girl Who Travels. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you keep this up with all of your mm -hmm. different global hopping. From what I understood, you quit your office job in 2010 and you spent half a year traveling around by yourself, mostly across Southeast Asia. That's right, yes. So um, I've spent three months in India uh, backpacking on my own and it was a big, big dream of mine. So it was a really fun trip. The plan was to travel for six months and then move to London, get a job in PR, which is what I did my degree in, and sort of, you know, embrace the regular nine to five. But um, something has changed during my travels. And I feel that you're just not quite the same as you were having traveled and experienced all those wonderful things, having met all those different people. Also, for me, what happened was I became friends with a group of Americans who invited me over to New York, and I actually ended up moving there somewhat <laughs> on a spur of a moment. So I lived in New York for a total of nine months following that trip. So there was pretty much no way of going back to the good old nine to five and white picket fence idea of what my future would look like. And that's when I embraced working freelance. So my blog uh, wasn't born then just yet, uh, but I was basically location independent as I made my way around the world, I suppose. Yeah. And your blog has a ton of followers or your Instagram account that connects to it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, what I want to ask, how did you manage to be nine months in the US? Right, so because I didn't break any rules, I know, just, but let me I just, just put it out and to, whoever's, to whoever's listening. Yeah, because it's, it sounded <laughs> like you just like, me. I just did it for fun, and I just yeah. went nine months, and like, okay. So, um, so basically what happens, I have a Polish passport. When you travel to the US on a Polish passport, the visa you're given is a six-month visa. So what no. I did was I stayed there for three months initially. I was meant to be there for a week, stayed for three months, because I okay. fell in love with New York, loved it. It was love at first sight, a little bit like Stockholm, but... Um, a little bit different. And then what I did was I went back to the UK, started working freelance. I think I was away for about a month, a month and a half. Okay. And then I came back for six. Okay. So there was a little break in between, okay. but it was quite a, quite a small break. And then I decided to come back. I wanted to stay in the States, but it was just too difficult with the visa and That's why the paperwork. Yeah. And, but uh, it all worked out well in the end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what made you move to Stockholm? Because uh, all I can find right. is that you just came here and thought it seemed pretty cool and then you decided to move that's pretty much what it there is there has to what be more it, it there is yeah <laughs> so basically when i when i visited uh, when i visited last year i was i was living in london at the time so i've been living in london for about four years at the time i visited stockholm i was getting a little bit tired of it still enjoying it but the love wasn't really there and i came here on a two and a half day holiday and i 
I've been to Stockholm once before, didn't remember much of it. It was years and years ago in winter. I just remember loads of snow and cold. Um, uh, so I came here without any expectations, which I think is great because I came here with a really open mind. And I still remember the evening I arrived. I was staying at a hotel in, in Södermalm and I... I was crossing the bridge over to Gamla Stan. It was sort of beautiful late summer evening and the mm. sun was setting and I just looked around and I thought, oh my gosh, this place is so beautiful. But it wasn't just the beauty of it. I feel that sometimes you connect with places on a different level, depending on where you are in the world or in life. Uh, I believe that places just like other things have a certain energy to them. Mm -hmm. And I think my energy at the time, what I was looking for, it just matched that of Stockholm. So the next, it was like this big revelation. So the next two days I just spent exploring the city and the more I explored, the more I loved it. And um, I remember waking up in London three days later and thinking, oh, this doesn't really work for me anymore. And with me being quite, you know, uh, mobile, I have booked a one-way flight to Stockholm literally the very next day. And I thought to myself, okay, let me stay here for a month or two, see how I like it, and then see where this takes me. So I'm obviously very, very lucky to be in the position where I can just pick up and move. I fully appreciate that. Um, and that's that's what I did. And after staying here for a month and a half, that was last year, I've decided that this is my place. And I decided to move, which which happened about a year later. Okay, but how did you end up finding a place to stay in? All right. That's really difficult. Yeah. I was... <laughs> I was very lucky. So the first place uh, I stayed at when I when I came to Stockholm, it's actually a really funny story. So my follower uh, based here, here in Stockholm, uh, we were meant to meet up during my first trip, but it never worked out. Our schedules didn't connect. But she was pretty much the only person I actually knew in Stockholm. So I messaged her and said, oh, hey, I'm thinking of, you know, coming back and I'm looking for a place to stay. Do you know anyone? And she said, yes, I'm renting my place oh. <laughs> on the exact date I wanted to come. So wow. I thought, meant to be. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I stayed in uh, in Vasastan on this beautiful street, lovely area. And then I, I got lucky again and I found a one, I think yeah, it was a one month rental uh, over in Sodermalm. Again, a beautiful apartment. The girl who was renting it was leaving to Bali. Uh, so we bonded <laughs> over our travels and uh, yeah, and I got a place pretty much on the spot. And I just found this to be such a good omen. It was almost too easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like, okay, I think, you know, maybe this is the universe trying to tell me something. Yes. I'm very sort of, you know, I, I believe in signs. And um, sometimes I think that if, if you're searching for something, the very same thing is trying to find you. So that's kind of how I chose to see that. And that's how I ended up here. <laughs> It's interesting that you mentioned that view from Solomon to Gamlastan because that is my on the subway. Mm -hmm. That is my favorite. Where the lines cross. Stockholm. Exactly. Yes, I. I, I love always, it. always when I bring someone, like when I bring someone, when someone is visiting, I say, like, now look at the window. Like this is mm. the view you see. It's stunning. It's exactly that point. And yeah. if you really want to enjoy that view, maybe with a glass of wine, you should head to the uh, Hilton Hotel in Southern Mount mm -hmm. because it overlooks that exact view with the train sort of crossing the. Mm -hmm the lake and the city lights so it's, a, it's another a good place is to go on the opposite side of mm. Slusen up the hill a bit and there's this vegetarian restaurant we talked oh, about before Herman's. called Herman's yeah. yeah and the view from there mm. is is also good actually if you go up a little bit 
from the Hilton, there is a pathway that goes mm. along Sedamom. Montelius Vega. Oh, Thank yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> and that is gorgeous. It's and stunning. a lot of people go that way. And then they have picnics up there. Mm. It's so, so wonderful so in the summer. So you said you had come briefly in the winter before, but... I did, yes. Yeah. So I visited twice okay. uh, in January. I came back specifically in January to see if I can handle... The Swedish winter, but then again, growing up in Poland, I feel like it prepared me for whatever was yeah. about to come. The climate has sadly changed now, so it's not as cold as it used to be over in Poland, but I still remember those really cold winters, minus 20 snow. It's It actually used to be colder, I think, than it ever gets in Stockholm, so I thought I was quite prepared. One thing I wasn't prepared for was the darkness, mm-hmm. the 3 p.m. sunsets, <laughs> uh, but I mean... I found my way around it, actually. I just need to take a nap at 4 p.m. Ah, <laughs> Quick yeah. power nap, and I'm good to go. <laughs> in I Swedish, have... is, do you know the word in Swedish for that? Well, I'm actually, I don't know if it's the word in Swedish or the one I use. What, power nap? Yeah. To blur. To blur. Yes, that's right. Is to it that? Blur. Okay. I'll be doing yeah. a lot of those in winter. <laughs> I, yeah. I, now, now, what I was going to say is, like, it doesn't sound like nap, because it, it means rooster. Rooster. Rooster sound? Uh, These Swedish words, I don't, yeah. So you're taking, actually, you're taking Swedish classes Mm. from our friend Lionel and his girlfriend. Lionel was on our podcast last season. Oh, wonderful. um, From Argentina, and he and his girlfriend run this language company. Mm. And I I imagine you're learning from her, Daniela. I am, yes, it's been really fun. So I've done two classes so far. And yeah, it's really nice to study in a group. I had some private classes beforehand. uh, But as I was saying Mm. uh, earlier, that was over the summer. So not the best idea when the sun is shining and you want to be out on the beach (laughs) enjoying the archipelago. But it's, it's really, really fun. And what I love about their way of teaching is that they really make learning language fun so it's it's not just about grammar or pronunciation or whatnot it's about having fun with it so yeah so it's called enjoy learning and never stop right mm-hmm. or elons yeah yeah <laughs> always right but it reminded me when you said to plur they they also run a facebook page page they run a facebook page and every day they have words like that and they'll do illustrations Mm -hmm. yeah instagram too and they do illustrations like that so i was going to say you should ask them to plur ask them what that is we want to know because i figure they'll have a little illustration of a rooster and then whatever the heck that lure is i will pass that on that's actually a really good idea So is there anything that you found surprising about the culture or that you were confused by? Not so much surprising. I think my biggest surprise was that everyone, Swedes included, seemed to think of Swedes or Scandinavians as sort of cold and distant. But my experience has been very, very different. Uh, And I don't know if it's because I've been living in London for the last four Mm. years where people Mm. are, you know, it's a busy city and people don't really have the time to connect and kind of come across as abrupt. But really, everyone is just busy. But I find I find it to be the opposite. I mean, of course, Swedes don't quite have the uh, temperament you might expect from maybe someone living in southern Europe Uh, but but there's so much charm in the way that they they handle themselves and everyone is always so friendly and I find that a lot of the time is just a matter of being friendly and starting a conversation and opening up a space 
where people feel like they are welcome to, you know, chip in or share their ideas or just have a conversation and, and take it from there. And everyone's been so, so lovely. And another thing I really like about this is that it feels like if you do become friends with, with a Swede or I think that might be quite typical for Northern Europe in general, actually, then, then you know that it's for your friendship because yes. it, it, they don't just open up mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to anyone. So I do find that... Uh, when they do, it's you feel like you've earned it. Like there's something real there. It's the, right. the re- relations here aren't shallow in that sense. That's that's at least how I choose to interpret it. So that's what I've heard from a lot of Swedes is that mm. they also they don't understand countries that just have small talk because they feel mm. like well what's the point in that you I like know, that if you don't really care about something why are you asking how somebody is. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Have you been to other cities that are not Stockholm here? Have you visited any other? Other cities. I've been to Eskilstuna. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, what is the name of the... Uh, the very side? small. Very, very small. Small, but also very famous Swedish university big. city. <laughs> Uppsala. Uh, Uppsala. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Uh, Gothenburg. Um, okay. The archipelago around Gothenburg as well. I'm probably going to butcher the name, but Bohuslan Archipelago, mm-hmm. I believe it's called. Could be. Um, I don't know how it's called. So. Uh, it was beautiful there. Uh, best oysters I've ever had were that archipelago. Mm. So yeah, I've traveled quite a bit, but well, quite a bit. No, Not I mean, really it is, on a scale but of for, for, what, yeah, but for uh, what you've been living here, I think yeah, it's quite a lot. But do, you, do you have friends, Swedish friends in those? In those areas? No, 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 no. no. So I've just, or they all lived here. They all live, yeah. yeah. The, the people I know, they all live in, in Stockholm. Because there was one thing that I don't think we ever question is like the Stockholm like what we're mentioning about you cannot schedule things with Swedes and all of this I think there's a lot of it's only in Stockholm as well yeah well, I have a theory a of this okay that outside Stockholm there's less uh, or it's easier to like be spontaneous mm-hmm. you know all these things that we say but uh... I don't know I haven't, I haven't, I haven't thought of it until today. Actually, no, it's a, it's a good, uh, yeah, it's a good theory. Mm. It, in fact, I just scheduled a dinner with a friend last night, and that's going to be in three weeks. Oh wow! So okay. that's generally how things go. Oh, is it okay? <laughs> that's that's interesting. I think I've been quite lucky then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So calendars are very important here. Mm. <laughs> Keeps you organized. Hey. Which, which city in Poland you're from? Is Warsaw. It? Okay, so it's mm. big as well. Yeah, yeah, it's the the capital. Yeah. I'm not sure how it compares in size to uh, Stockholm, actually. Well, I did like this because I'm from Mexico City, so everything's small. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay. That's, but it was yeah. just more because when you say like Uppsala is this small town and it's the third biggest city in Sweden, <gasps> okay, so it's no. all relative, right? <laughs> it, it, city. it all depends where you, like yeah. you know, and, and like I said, you know, I've lived in some bigger cities exactly, as well, so like I find, yeah. yeah, or New York. So you have that sort mm-hmm. of perspective. <laughs> So what are your, some of your favorite things that you've discovered here with things to do or new favorite spots or favorite foods? Oh, gosh, there's a lot. When it comes to food, I think anything seafood I love. Uh-huh. And here in Stockholm, they really know how to make seafood. I'm actually really, really impressed by the food scene here. I I did not, I mean, I didn't expect it to be bad by any means, but <laughs> just the diversity of it and the It's fairly new the that quality. it's so diverse, but it's, mm, they're doing a good that's job. That's what I've heard. It's, it's amazing. I think herring's got to be my favorite. Mm. Uh, and Very I don't luck. know if it's because it's, it's sort of like a, it's something you would eat over in Poland as well. So I grew up having that. Because I know a lot of people find it a bit weird, but I'm just like, no, it's, you know, what I would have for breakfast in Poland sometimes. So. For breakfast? Yes. 
Fish for breakfast. Herring. <laughs> Give it a try. So, Come well, on. And then today you didn't have breakfast. You couldn't have herring breakfast. You Like you wouldn't have it with your porridge or whatever. No. <laughs> but I'm not going to my office smelling hair. I need to have a yeah. toothbrush here, I think. Yeah. It's too much. For a weekend one, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like a weekend herring. If yeah. you're going to be alone mm-hmm. most of the weekend. And, yeah. yeah. Then how do you cook it? Oh, you don't cook it. It comes like in a jar. Or I'm like not a very seal? good cook. Are we talking cook. about seal? I think seal, so, yeah. Because okay. yeah, then yeah, I'm not yeah. really good in the English words for yeah, this seal. one. Yeah, so. seal. It comes in a jar. Yeah, yeah. Like so oil. the pickle one. Okay. Yeah. Because you, but can you eat it in another way? Am I missing something here? You pro- yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm really, I'm good at eating, cooking not exactly. so much. No. <laughs> but I mean, so in I'm Sweden afraid. you eat it as seal. Is there another version? I mean, of this? seal means herring, so I think it just depends on how you make it. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's just oh, no, no, that no, it's you can have fried herring. Is that I was thinking? There's a stand that exactly. sells it in Gamla Stad. That's, oh, that's right. Thinking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so but that probably is the only place. That I've had it fried in. Is that mm. the stand? That's the stand that was at Sluisen forever. Mm-hmm. But since mm. they have all the construction, it's moved to Gamla Stan. Exactly. I've always thought that was the funniest thing because I mean, it's like you have a hot dog stand, or mm-hmm. sometimes you have a you know Thai food stand or something, and it's just this one guy who has this smoked herring stand or fried herring. It's I it love just it. Always looks yeah. <laughs> and I think the guy's Turkish. He's not Swedish. <laughs> I mean, he, he bought it now from Somalia's but He really yeah. embraced the culture. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he made it tastier than it would have so, been. Yeah. All I've seen is uh, I've seen people eat it from the jar, and then I've seen people put it on like a hard bread hmm. or something. But other than that, I don't, we don't eat it. So, so which one is your favorite <laughs> flavor? Oh, I think it's the one. Oh, what is it? It's like... Um, my mind just gone completely <laughs> blank. It's kind of like caviar, but I, I don't think it is. Um, it's like a white caviar sauce. Okay, okay. I actually don't know what it's called. Do you know it? That is not a very good I only know because my favorite one is the mustard one. I I like that one as well. I was about to say I was hesitating actually. But the one with like the little caviar sauce. I know which one you're talking about but I don't know what's the name. But I know exactly what you're talking about. I should know because I was actually looking at the jar the other day. I was like this one's my favorite. I should remember what it's called but I didn't. (laughs) How does it go for you at the grocery store just finding the products that you want? Are you having trouble with the translations or what is this? No, because as long as you can see the physical product i guess it's yeah it's not that different I do you bake no i'm okay. just as bad at baking as i am at cooking <laughs> i only enjoy eating really, which is a little bit of an issue when it comes to cooking for myself and just keeping myself alive in general but hey the Stockholm food scene is keeping me alive. Yeah, because <laughs> I think that's where the biggest uh, problems come up with language is in the baking section mm. because everything kind of looks the same. It's all some sort of powdery this or that. Oh, yeah. But it's like, is that baking powder? Is that yeast? What and kind of flour is this? They do have so many different types flowers. of flour. Yeah. And what about and the milk? milk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear by Oatly. I feel like that's now my favorite. I have officially converted. <laughs> Good choice. I know the different grocery stores, mm. they usually bring in a certain company to do their milk if they don't do their own. Most of them do their own as well. Mm. So our grocery store had Arla for a while. And then I learned, okay, we get the green one, the one that's green. Mm. And then they switched companies on us. And then it was that Skolna Mayer. Uh, Skolna Mayer, yeah. yeah. 
And then the one we get is blue, so it's really confusing. Or like the, the packaging. Yeah, because like I like the, yeah. the medium, whatever the medium is. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I mean, now I can read it, but back then I couldn't. <laughs> it's a good motivation. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like one is like low fat, the other one is... Right, you know, that's and one thing. is high yeah, fat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The colors change depending on the brand. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's so confusing. Never thought of it, but yeah. it's super weird. What are your Christmas plans? Are you staying here for Christmas? No, I'll be um, I'll be visiting my family um, mm-hmm. over in Warsaw, but I'm flying back for New Year's. So oh. I'm already trying to plan out a couple of things, which I never usually do, but I'm really mm-hmm. excited to be spending my first New Year's in, in Stockholm. So. Yeah. Do you Let's have any see. any plans yet? Uh, I think I'll go to one of the uh, events being organized in the city. So a couple of my friends wanted to go as well. So I think we're going to enjoy that. Oh, that'll so be really fun. excited. Yeah. I think they usually have a really good fireworks display but it's been a while since I've mm. seen it I mean I'm awake but I'm tired and it's really cold so we found that it's nice to have a glass of champagne by your window and then just <laughs> enjoy the view from a safe distance yeah and then you're nice and warm and yeah why not I don't think why I don't not? think with my friends they ever no one of us ever gets to see the fireworks they start too early the parties here like at six Oh really? Wow. Yeah, or five. So you have so to pay So by eleven, then. everyone's wasted. <gasps> yes. So yeah. no one. I mean, I remember there was the only video I have is like we're trying out this trend thing in like savoring, savoring, sabrera. We have like a sparkling, and then then you slice it with like a knife. So you open the bottle with a knife. You never heard of this? No. It's like a, here's another word for you. I know they do it in Rome. Yeah, it's, but here it started like a trend in Stockholm a couple of years ago. So I have this video of my friend trying to sabrier, saber, saber uh, uh-huh. bottle. And there's and, and we know there's fireworks, so there's, but it's all cloudy. <laughs> but it looks like a war zone. You only see like these yes. white lights. <laughs> and then he's like trying to open this with a knife. And there's like this yucca girl shouting to him like, do it, Toby, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that's my only memory of fireworks. In Sounds like a fun one. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the only time I've been, like everyone's been awake at 12. Like it's been... Everyone gets. I mean, they start too early. Like, it should start later. The party. They do every it's time like I've been. Season. Yeah, every time I've been invited to a party for New Year's. You're right. It starts at like five or six. Yet, anytime I'm invited to somebody's birthday party or whatever housewarming, it doesn't start till eight or nine. Mm. So why do they do this with the New Year's? I don't know. And then you have to like six hours. I mean, even if you have a long dinner, what is it like three hours pushing it? And then you don't have anything to do, yeah. so you have to drink. Like, I'm the other up for hours. it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. see. Let's stamina, see how it goes. <laughs> I love Christmas more because I mean anything Christmassy really I love that cozy Christmas feel everyone is somehow a little bit happier than than usual you know the Christmas spirit and all the food mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> especially uh, especially the food but uh, do you have certain things you're thinking of buying to take back like Swedish items that you would buy for your family for Christmas ooh, I'll have to have a think maybe the uh, ginger biscuits I, I heard that here um, it's quite popular to have them with um, blue cheese. Yes. So I might introduce mm. that back home. I think that's a... So uh, those Anna's gingerbread mm. cookies or Kung Oscar is very good too. And then you get the Stilton blue cheese. Okay. Oh, it's so I'll good. Try that and you out. have it with a little port wine. We do that every oh, Christmas. I love a bit of port. Sounds nice. Very, very there you good. go. It's my Christmas sorted. Yeah. <laughs> well, Monica isn't here today, but mm. we had come up with a list to tell people of things to buy if you're going back to your home country for Christmas and you want to bring Swedish oh, okay. type things, but not the usual 
here's a dollar horse. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheese slicer. Yeah. So I think we mentioned before there's a place on Södermalm called Paralands, mm-hmm. and they make it's Swedish toffee. And the little cafe, you can find it in stores, but they do have a little cafe on mm. Södermalm. And the whole cafe is like the 30s or the 40s inside, oh, wow. and even the people are dressed that way. Really? And these are like the best toffees, caramel, and lots of different flavors. So that's very uniquely Swedish and very good, or uniquely Stockholm, maybe. <laughs> and then there's Design Toriet, if you've seen those stores. Mm. The whole concept of the store is that it's all Swedish design mm. from up-and-coming designers. So anything you buy there is going to be Swedish, but something new and kind of cool. If you want to bring coffee, Johanna Nyström is one of the best Swedish coffees mm. that we have. My family always enjoys I love coffee it. from Sweden. Uh, what else did I have? Uh, polka Gris, which is just peppermint, really, but they do it really well, and it's like big fat polka sticks and not skinny little candy canes. Marsipan. If you go to the Christmas market in Gamla Stan, they have a booth called Brautigans, and I think it was originally from Gothenburg. They've opened a little shop in Gamlastan year-round now, I think, mm. but they have the best marsipan, and what you're supposed to get is a little marsipan pig. Pigs are a Christmas oh, thing. Oh, okay. Because of the ham. I guess Cute. so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always thought that was a weird. marsipan pig. Yeah. It is a bit weird. must be the ham. Wasn't that the It has to be dish? the ham. Yeah. Yeah, it is the main dish. Yeah, it's ham, meatballs, potatoes. Seal. Yes. <laughs> See, you might want to go to a for, Yeah, board. exactly. <laughs> I'm looking forward to all the Yule boards. Yeah. I had an interesting thing I thought of this morning for Swedish Christmas and right mm. after. Is that everyone will say good Yule up to Christmas. But mm. then on the 26th. 25th, 26th, it immediately switches to good for shetning. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Good continuation. And that confused me very much when I first came here. Mm. And, but that's what they say. So no more good yule, uh, 25th or 26th. Mm. It immediately switches over to good continuation. Yeah. Okay. What do you say in Polish to say Happy New Year? Uh, <laughs> it's a bit oh, of a long that's one. Simple. <laughs> What was that again? which means happy. It's a long word. Wow. They're doing great. Novego. Novego. Rocco. Rocco. Okay, yeah. Novago is new. Rocco new. is new. Yeah, okay. there you go. It's just, it's just the happiness. It's a, it's a long word. <laughs> but you got that. Mm. But I, don't, I don't remember it anymore. It's fine. No, it's, no it's one really does unless, yeah. unless you're actually Polish. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Marta. And what is the name of your Instagram again? It's uh, a underscore girl for travels. Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being on. And uh, Merry Christmas, good you. Merry Christmas. Yes, subscribe to the podcast. See, we never do that. We should definitely. I do it sometimes. I never. It is the first time I heard you. You have to listen to our episodes. I've (laughs) listened. Did you add it in afterwards? No, like at the end? I say it. Like I've said it the past couple of times. Okay. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> yes. Do you subscribe? I, I'm not subscribed. Because I don't have a podcast. Are you, are you Diego, still recording don't this? Don't forget to subscribe. 